Today's episode of Quality Control is brought to you by Loot Crate. For less than $20 a month, Loot Crate gives you the geek in you a special treat every month. Loot Crate is a subscription box service with $40 worth of geek, gamer, and pop culture gear, collectibles, apparel, comics, etc. Delivered to your mailbox every month. This month, they're bringing you a fight for the ages. Suit up, choose your allies, and enter the arena for combat. There's an exclamation point. They're ready to stand their ground this month with exclusive items from Blizzard, Fallout 4, Capcom, sponsor-worthy loot from the Hunger Games, as well as a few more items that will help their winners emerge victorious. You have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. So go to lootcrate.com slash control and enter code control to save $3 on your new subscription today. My guest today is Dave Tack. He's here to talk with me about Star Wars Battlefront. My name is Justin McElroy. You're listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Engage. Hi, Dave. Hi, Justin. Welcome to the program again. It's, it's been a good while. To be back. It has. Last, I don't even what remember last? what the last game was. It was very important, though, obviously. This one was a, a game we both played and both reviewed. Sort of unorthodox situation. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Now, mm-hmm. Dave, uh, were you familiar with this? Uh, these Wars of the Stars? The Stars uh, War, yes. The Stars War. <laughs> Go and see a Star War. Uh, would, you, would you say you're familiar with the Star Wars franchise, uh, intellectual have, property? I have, in fact, seen some of the movies less than 50 times, but not all of them. Okay. Uh, so you're you're a fan. Um, I think that's fair we, to say. Yeah. When we took this review on... Uh, one of the questions that Arthur asked you while we were in sort of the the pre-writing process is mm-hmm. what like how you were making allowances for sort of your Star Wars uh, fandom and how that sort of informed uh, your review. So how how would you say you approach that? How do you begin to divorce something that you really care about from from a license game based on it? And, and if you even can. I think you can, as long as you're cognizant of the potential problem, which is that you can fool yourself into thinking something is better than it actually is because you like the property that it's based in and on. Um, So it was something that I was genuinely worried about even before I started the review, because as I wrote in the review, and the reason I wrote it in the review is because it's true and I thought people should know, uh, you know, I have a uh, predisposition to liking something like Star Wars Battlefront, not just because I'd played Battlefront before, but because I really, really love Star Wars. Like, it's just, it's kind of my thing. And, uh, you know, so there's part of me that wants a game set in the Star Wars universe. And there's part of me that wants, a, obviously, a good game set in the Star Wars universe. But that can't really uh, do much to color my review, I don't think, because I think the game should stand on its own and have its own merits. Um, So whenever I was forming an opinion about the game, good, bad, or indifferent, I basically just checked it against the, am I saying this because I like Star Wars, or am I saying this because I like this? 
test, you know. And now it should be noted though that as a simulcra of like the Star Wars experience and Star Wars aesthetic, it is pretty amazing. I mean, in terms of like interactive Star Wars prop- games, uh, as all Star Wars games are interactive, you know, Star Wars interactive Star Wars properties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of one that that feels more like the the movies themselves. Yeah, I so. This is where the balancing act gets a little weird and the line gets a little blurred because on the one hand, I'm saying to myself, you can't say that you like something more because you happen to like Star Wars. Uh, But on the other hand, that this game is so much uh, like Star Wars, it is such a good version of Star Wars that actually makes it a better game. And I think that's a fair assessment, whether you like Star Wars or not, but it's like a it's almost like bonus points. Like, if you're into Star Wars, or even if you have a passing interest in Star Wars, this game is going to um, this game's going to be exciting for you because it really, really is a beautiful game. And, you know, there's a, there's a whole discussion to have about what role graphics have. Like, there are plenty of games with deliberately not great graphics that can be great, and I don't think that, uh, that graphics themselves can make a bad game good but they might be able to make a, a good game a little bit better. And that was definitely part of my thinking here because, again, it is really pretty. I mean, really, really the kind of thing that I sort of had in my mind when I was a kid and dreamed about Star Wars games of the future. Uh, we got a, quite a few questions from uh, listeners here. One of these I want to throw at you comes to us from Aaron, who asks, what's the extent uh, or depth of the single player modes and are they comparable to Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2? Uh, I think I'm probably the right person to answer this question because I gravitated towards those modes, which was a surprise to me. You know, I had played the Battlefront games before and I was expecting to spend most of my time or at least the majority of my time in the multiplayer stuff. And I deliberately went over to the single player stuff first just to check that out because I wanted to force myself to do that at the beginning. And I realized that I like it an awful lot. Um, There's, I think, four different modes in there, uh, four different maps. Uh, A lot of them are wave-based. You know, you hang around for 20 minutes to half an hour, depending on how long it takes you to kill everybody. And the game just sends a bunch of people at you uh, and you fight them off. And I've played horde modes before, uh, you know, I've never been a huge, huge fan. I've never disliked them either. Uh, but for whatever reason, this grabbed me, this incarnation of, you know, wave-based combat as you're running around doing objectives inside of the game, fighting big enemies every couple of rounds like that. There's a sort of an ebb and flow to these things that um, that really uh, it was just a lot of fun to play. And I didn't realize until I had spent multiple hours in there that I was weighing my time heavily towards those. But I still think that the bulk of the game is contained in multiplayer. Would, would you say that's fair? Yeah. I, I mean, I think the, 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 I think the, the most focus uh, in terms of like tuning and, and, and that sort of thing has gone into the multiplayer. Um, I, I wouldn't say that the single player is necessarily like reinventing the wheel, although the uh, no. addition of like objectives is is nice because it helps to break up the flow a little bit um, and and makes it not feel so grindy. Um, 
Tom wants to know if this is a game that could get old quickly. Is it significantly better playing with friends? The answer to the first question is tough because I don't know. Personally, I can see one of the things that appeals to me about Star Wars Battlefront is that I can see this being the kind of game that my friends all buy and that we continue to play for a while. Obviously, I don't know the future, but that seems like a reasonable assumption for me to make, in part because it's pretty easy to to pick up and to get into. And uh, and that's to its credit. Like, it, it doesn't have... There's, there are wonderful things that a lot of people play uh, that are a lot more complicated and have a lot more going on. The thing that's coming to mind right now is Destiny to me, um, where, like, there's a reason to go in and sort of do the daily grind. There's loot always dropping. There are, There's a lot of customization. Like, there are perks that you get for the time you place in it. Battlefront is sort of the opposite of that, but not in a bad way. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's... It is built on a bunch of mechanics uh, that you know that you're familiar with if you've played any shooters, uh, but it is not a super, uh, well, it's not hardcore is the word that we used in the review a few times. And by that, I mean, it's not, it, you know, it's not going to show up as the next esports shooter at a tournament because it's designed to be more casual without actually being casual because it can be pretty tough sometimes. And that, mm-hmm. you know, it depends on the modes, too, that you're playing. It can it can go from a little more hardcore, like in the big team battle stuff, uh, to a little easier, like in single player stuff, which is tuned to that. Uh, so I do think that it has, I, I suspect that it'll have a long tail because it's fairly easy to pick up, play, walk away from, come back to, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, speaking of modes, uh, there's a ton of multiplayer game modes in this, in this thing. And I was thinking we could just go down the list and we just give some hot takes. Yeah. Hot. Tell people where to go first. What or do, where do to play stay. first? They, they uh, should go to the first thing. Hey, I got a list here, buddy. What? You just pump the brakes. My okay. bad. Got excited. Fighter, fighter squadron. This is like a dog fighting, uh, 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 game mode which is just ship-on-ship combat. You you dip into this at all? I did uh, a few times. You know what I like about this mode is that I'm not in love with it, but it's 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 about as much fun as you think it could be to like pilot a TIE fighter or an X-Wing. Um, uh, unless and, you are playing one of the games specifically built to do just that, which, uh-huh, are, uh-huh. which are very good. No, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but like, it's not something I would see my... like. I do not expect myself to be in there every day, but it it doesn't feel like it's a tacked on mode. Uh, tacked, mm-hmm. Dave. Tacked, get it? Uh, but uh, no. okay, never mind. Next, it doesn't feel like it's tacked on. It doesn't feel like it's half done. It's a perfectly it good, good practice, mode, but it's though. a right, and it's a flying mode in a shooter. So you know, yeah, I don't think I don't think it stands up to the rest of the stuff. But I like that it's there because I know I'm going to hop into it when I get tired of shooting. You know that kind of thing. There are a few modes like this, Fighter Squadron being the first, where uh, you get an opportunity to sort of practice something that you might have to do in the big battle, uh, which is, speaking of which, Supremacy is a 40 mm. on four, uh, sorry, 20 on 20. It's a 40 player <laughs> game um, of basically a sort of king of the hill. You know, you're trying to hold down ground points and uh, keep control of them while you take the enemies. Um well, what what's your, what was your take on supremacy? Is is that what supremacy is? Is supremacy just shooting everybody? 
No, uh, blast is shooting. Blast everybody. is shooting everybody. Okay, blast is shooting. Everybody. Um, Supremacy is is uh, is the oh, is the yes. big team battle, twenty on twenty. But but with objectives. Um, I'm a big fan, as you'll learn as we continue to go through this list, of the objective stuff in in here. Um, it's probably a function of me not being super great at online multiplayer games. Like I feel like I have more value in an objective based game uh, than. Uh, you know, than the, the alternative where it's just everybody sort of lone wolf in it and trying mm-hmm. to kill. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed this mode. And I, I like the that sort of capturing the point and having those objectives within the uh, within the larger game, because, again, it gives me something to do, feels me more lets me feel more important. Now, it is it is worth noting, though, that like this is a this is a um, is it, it those who try to lone wolf it are going to be. Uh, sorely disappointed in this in this twenty v twenty mode because they will get ground to dust. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is very it is very much sort of a title battle more than it is a one person turns the tide uh, unless they are a hero, of course, uh, which never happens. You never get to be a hero. <laughs> Don't ever try it. It'll never happen for anybody. Cargo is uh, sort of a two flag capture the flag mode. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I thought this was fine. Um, again, I experienced a lot of people uh, playing deathmatch in in the, this objective based mode. That's always the worst thing when people oh, play so objective annoying. maps like they're doing deathmatch. Yeah, it kills me. Um, Droid Run is one I thought we both highlighted as as being kind of yeah. interesting. The, Can you describe um, that for us? Yeah, Star Wars nerds will understand what I mean when I say gonk droids. GNK is how it's written, capital letters. They're the little guys, uh, they're the droids that have feet and, and, and walk around. Um, mm-hmm. You know, little like, they're little like mini fridges with feet. And um, the idea, the way that you described it, I think is the best way I've heard it described, which is there are three of these on the map and it's sort of like, um, what, what you have to do is you have to capture them. So it's almost like King of the Hill in, in the sense that, like, there are points on the map where that you have to capture and control and protect, but also they're always moving. They're these little mm-hmm. droids that are just wandering across the map, and the objective is to capture all of them, and then your team wins. Uh, it's a nice twist. You know, it's nothing groundbreaking, which doesn't mm-hmm. always have to be a problem, but it's a nice twist on a formula that I've seen many times, and that's what mm-hmm. I really liked about it was that you could get in there and know what you were doing sort of by instinct but you have to learn the nuances of the mode and it also means because they're moving the the fight is not focused on one point of the map that is the hill you need to capture there's three parts of the map uh walker assault is one that you and i played uh together which is sort of a, a twist on uh the uh the the big team battle where the rebels are trying to take control of these recon points that extend the length of a bombing run. And uh, during that bombing run, the two uh, AT-ATs controlled by the Empire are vulnerable to attack. So basically what you have are two sort of different phases where uh, the the rebels are trying to hold recon points and extend the length of their their bombing run and the the empire's trying to keep them from doing that and then the second phase which happens three times during the match uh the the bombing run happens and the at-ats are briefly vulnerable um so the the empire's trying to keep them alive and the 
rebels are trying to destroy them. Sort of a, a, a little bit of a twist on the big battle. Which did you prefer? Of like the hold the hill down versus like this this one where you're trying to kill the walker? I like the part where we were trying to kill the walker best. Yeah, it was cool. Mm-hmm. And it's it's this is a, sort of an illustration of what I like about Battlefront, which is I think it would be fairly easy to just do a bunch of straightforward, you know, team versus team kind of battles, uh, you know, of varying sizes, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, but mm-hmm. the, these modes are in there. I may not play this every day. I may not, you know, this may never be my favorite mode. But I like that it's in there because it takes like the baseline multiplayer of the game and just twists it enough uh, with a clever enough idea um, that, you know, I, I, I can see myself playing it um, frequently, if, even if it's never my favorite thing. It's, it's, an, it's like piloting an X-Wing. It's going to be a nice change of pace. We're going to push through the rest of these. The blast is, is, the death, is the death match. That's the death match mode. The, you know, the, one, the one thing I wanted to say about that is that's probably the most disappointing thing about the game for me because it feels well, that like that it has it. C- c- well, no, that it. G- I I thought it was gonna feel different because the shooter is kind of different, but it really just feels like kind of almost every other big multiplayer game that I've played before, and that's just not exciting. Uh, drop zone is. Uh sort of a mobile a a a king of the hill where the hill switches places Mm -hmm. so the teams have to the empire and rebels have to uh um uh try to hold down these these little these little escape pods uh for a set amount of time and then get the point i thought this was a pretty good in terms of objective modes this is probably the one that i returned to the most Mm -hmm. yeah i i liked it i i don't have a ton to say about it but i mean it's pretty self-explanatory and it's fun to go into but these objective modes aren't like, for, for me, the way that I've been thinking about and playing these objective modes is I haven't really chosen one as a favorite. I just kind of mix and match between whatever I feel like playing at the time. So there's uh, a bunch I of ne- viable options. What I never feel like playing is Hero Hunt. Uh, I really didn't like yeah. this mode. Uh, mm-hmm. It is one player becomes a hero and the other players are trying to kill that player. And uh, whoever kills the hero gets to be the hero. Uh, when I played this mode, it was basically just two the two best players like switching the hero mm-hmm. position back and forth, and I did not. It's not particularly enjoyable to run through Endora as a stupid stormtrooper, <laughs> randomly trying to shoot Han Solo who you cannot hit. Right, surprise! Han Solo wins every yeah, time. Han Solo wins every time. Uh, the one that I think I, I'm most interested to see how people feel about is heroes versus villains. This is a three on three where Luke, Leia, and Han take on Boba Fett, the Emperor, and Vader. Um, uh, along with some like uh, fodder, basically, uh, yeah. at their side. Um, but this is a six on six, so you you will play the hero a few times uh, during the match. Um, so usually about half the time you're going to be a hero uh, until you inevitably are killed. Of course, um, did you did you play much heroes versus villains? How did you how did you uh, how did you like being a hero in Battlefront? I think it's more fun when there's a bunch of heroes and a bunch of other people. Um, it, it, it seems to make more sense or it, it played more interestingly than when it was just one versus everybody. Uh, but it's um, it's also nice to know that you're only going to be a hero for a certain amount of time. As weird as that sounds, I mean, my larger problem is generally being the heroes is not nearly as exciting as I thought it was going to be. 
But uh, mm-hmm. if you're only a hero for, you know, a minute or two at a time and then you switch off and you're a stormtrooper helping a hero, it doesn't get boring. Like there's just not enough time that passes for it to go, well, this is old. Um, and that's all the modes. That's it, Dave. There's a lot of modes. I feel like I feel like there are. Yeah. Well, that's multiplayer. Like really yeah. Good. Yeah. There's a really good amount of variety, I think. And I think that it um, that in terms of the question about, you know, the longevity of this, like, I think that that will really help cons- uh, assuming these modes continue to be frequented by enough people that you can get a game together typically. Right. And the, per, uh, you know, the, there's always that question of like how much is any amount of money worth to you. And I can't answer that obviously for anybody else. All I can say is that I looked at this and thought if I spent $60 of my own money for this, would I feel like I got $60 worth of value out of this game? And obviously there's DLC planned and there's, I think EA said 16 maps, uh, you know, once the DLC sort of runs its course. So the game's going to expand significantly, but for a price. So the question it really is like what I get on disc, is that worth $60 to me? And that's mostly a function of how much I feel like I will be playing this. And I, you know, it, it does not have a campaign. So that's sort of a knock against it. Like there's six or nine or 12 hours that would, that are not built into the game, but there is a mm-hmm. bunch of single player stuff. And, you know, like we just ran through all of that multiplayer stuff and I, Personally, I I think the you know like it, it is worth sixty dollars to me because I and I like I proved that because I spent sixty dollars on the game, um, but I totally understand that if if you know there, there are people uh, who that that may not be for and that's fine, uh, but I don't think lack of content is uh, is a very strong argument for this game as a lot. There are also uh, new heroes coming. Uh, I am very hopeful that they'll do. Maybe um, Darth Maul or Spock mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Obi Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those cats would be. Well, if they do Spock, fantastic. they have to do Kirk, of course. Yeah, then it's a whole thing. Uh, Dave, that's going to do it for us. Thank you to uh, our sponsor, Loot Crate. Remember, you can go to lootcrate.com slash control and use the code control to save $3, but you only have until the 19th. So get on it. There's a lot more Star Wars stuff on polygon.com that you can go enjoy right now. Uh, in the meantime, if you could leave us a subscription or a review on our iTunes page, that would just be the tops because we would really appreciate it. The best. Um, uh, the best. It would be the best. Uh, Dave also has a daily news show called um, Minimap that you can also find wherever fine podcasts are sold. Mm-hmm. And uh, you should be listening to that as well. I hope they are. I hope so too, Dave. Uh, for Dave Tack, my name is Justin McElroy, and thank you for listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Cause I-